Hello and welcome back to Lounging with Books. We are the amateur book podcast where we're two ex-librarians keeping in contact by reading lots and lots of books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And welcome to our first episode, which we'll be recording through Zoom as me and Claire no longer work together. Yeah, we're not in the same houses. We should give a bit of background to our our listeners about who we are. I was a library manager at uh, Toot Hill School. We were called the Learning Lounge and I was there for uh, nearly nine and a half years. Started off as the library assistant and then... um, went into the library manager position and now I have left because I am I have relocated to Whitby and I'm I'm Sophie and I I worked with Claire for what five and a half years um I was the library assistant and we hosted a little podcast a school podcast called lounging with books which hopefully some of you have returned listeners but as we're not at the school anymore because Claire has gone to Whitby, lucky, and I just moved jobs. Um, <laughs> we've decided <laughs> to create Lounging with Books for the masses. Yes. So it's not just YA and junior fiction. It's going into adult books as well, which is a little bit scary for me. I did start an, uh, an adult book last night, and it's just so such different reading. I'm loving it. I'm getting through my reading list so quick because I'm like, all these books that I've been waiting to read for so long. I'm still going to be reading the YA and junior fiction, though. So this is our podcast, Lounging with Books. For return listeners and new listeners, we are two ex-librarians keeping in touch through our book club. Um, So we're going to be reading a book together, which I've chosen. And then once we get through this book... Claire's going to choose the next one. So over Mm -hmm. the course of the next few weeks, we'll be reading this book together. And of course, you may purchase it or borrow it from a library or grab an audio book and join us in this journey. Um, But also, we're going to just be talking about our general booky lives. So what books we've Mm. been reading alongside this or any kind of book news we've seen or things we're interested. So if you love everything books, I mean, this is the podcast for you, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. You know, I think I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it, aren't we? I think so. So the first book I've chosen is Convenient Store Woman by Sakaya Murata. It is translated by Ginny Tapley Takimori. As you can see, I'm so great with the names. <laughs> um, and I love this cover because it's a sachet of fish sauce and my cover is blue, and when I bought Claire the book, isn't yours pink? It's like a pinky purple, yeah, it, it's beautiful. It's really bizarre, the little bit of uh, soy sauce thing, because it looks like it's popping off the cover. Oh, yeah, soy it? sauce, isn't it? Why did I think it was... I thought it was fish sauce, because it's in a fish. Oh, well, I don't know. It could be fish sauce, but I always think it's soy sauce. You know, no, when you get, right. it's, you get, it's, you know, when you have sushi and you get, yeah. like, the... What, what do you call the green stuff? I can't remember. Wasabi. That Wasabi, that hot stuff. And then you put a bit of ginger on it, don't you? Pickled ginger, and then you squeeze on the soy sauce, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> the reason I chose this book is because Claire hasn't read an adult book for so long, and I know she's intimidated by them. And this book is a skinny mini. It's only like yeah. 170 pages. 
and it just looks really quirky and it's just something that keeps popping up on all my like book feeds like my instagram my youtube so i thought you know what i want to read this it says kiko doesn't fit in she's 36 years old she's never had a boyfriend and she's been working in the same convenience store for 18 years her parents wish she'd get a better job her friends wonder why she won't get married but kiko knows what makes her happy and she's not going to let anyone take her away from her convenience store I, uh, what I, I mean, you have told me that this doesn't have any chapters and I'm just flicking through it and I'm always a bit nervy about long chapters and this is just one long chapter. I had a little look on Goodreads about the book. I don't know whether you've had a look on Goodreads about what I've not, no. About the book. So um, I had a little look. There's a lot of mixed feelings. There is. Yeah. There's some people really like it. And some people giving it like one and two stars. Yeah. Oh, crikey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting what we think of it. And apparently that quite a few of them have said that the character is, is, is autistic, they think. Oh. Um, I, I mean, reading some of the good reads, um, she sounds a little bit like a Japanese um, Ele- Eleanor Oliphant. No way. I love that book. Mm. Yeah, I love that book as well. So it's going to be interesting, isn't it? It is. Mm. So we're going to read the first four pages and give our initial thoughts. Mm-hmm. We can't yeah. read too much, obviously. Can't read too much. Um, a convenience store is a world of sound. From the tinkle of the door chime to the voices of TV celebrities, advertising news products over the in-store cable network. To the calls of the store workers, the beeps of the barcode scanner, the rustle of customers picking up items and placing them in baskets, and the clacking of heels walking around the store. It all blends into the convenience store sound that ceaselessly caresses my eardrums. I hear the faint rattle of a new plastic bottle rolling into place as a customer takes one out of the refrigerator, and look up instantly. A cold drink is often the last item customers take before coming to the checkout till, and my body responds automatically to the sound. I see a woman holding a bottle of mineral water while perusing the desserts and look back down. As I arrange the display of newly delivered rice balls, my body picks up information from the multitude of sounds around the store. At this time of day, rice balls, sandwiches, salads are are what sell best. Another part-timer, Sugawara, is over at the other side of the store, checking off items with a handheld scanner. I continue laying out the pristine machine-made food neatly on the shelves of the cold display. In the middle, I place two rows of new flavour spicy cod roe with cream cheese alongside two rows of the store's best-selling flavour tuna mayonnaise. And then I line the less popular dry bonito shavings in soy sauce flavour next to those. Speed is of the essence and I barely use my head as the rules ingrained in me issue instructions directly to my body. Alerted by faint clink of coins, I turn and look over at the cash register. It's a sound I'm sensitive to since customers who come just to buy cigarettes or a newspaper often jingle coins in their hand or pocket. And yes, as I'd thought, a man with a can of coffee in one hand the other hand in his pocket, is approaching the till. I quickly move through the store, slide behind the counter and stand at the ready so as not to keep him waiting. Arasame, good morning, sir. I bow and take the can of coffee he holds out to me. Oh, and a pack of Marlborough 
mental lights. Right away, sir, I take out a packet of the cigarettes and scan the barcode. Please confirm your age on the touchscreen. As he does so, I notice him glance at the hot food cabinet. I could ask him whether he'd like anything else, but when a customer appears to be dithering over whether or not to buy something, I make a point of taking a step back and waiting. And a corn dog! Right away, sir, thank you. I disinfect my hands with alcohol, open the hot cabinet and take out a corn dog. Shall I put the food and the cold drink in separate bags? Oh no, don't bother. Together's fine. I put the can of coffee, cigarettes and corn dog into a small-sized bag. Until then, the man had been jingling the coins in his pocket, but now he suddenly moves his hand to his breast pockets, as though something has just occurred to him. Instantly, I deduce that he will use electric money. I'll pay by a suica. Certainly, sir. Please touch your card here. I automatically read the customer's minutest movements and gaze, and my body acts reflexively in response. My ears and eyes are important senses to catch there. Every move and desire, taking the utmost care not to cause the customer any discomfort by observing him or her too closely. I swiftly move my hands according to whatever signals I pick up. Your receipt, sir. Thank you for your custom. Thanks, he says, taking his receipt and leaving. I'm sorry to have kept you waiting, I say with a bow to the woman next in the queue. Hiras her masse. Good morning. The morning period is passing normally in the brightly lit box of the convenience store, I feel. Vis visible outside the windows, polished free of fingerprints are the figures of people rushing by. It is the start of another day, the time when the world wakes up and the cogs of society begin to move. I am one of those cogs going round and round. I have become functioning part of the world, rotating in the time of day called morning. I am just running to put out more rice balls when our supervisor, Mrs. Izumi, calls out to me. Miss Furukura, how many 5,000 yen notes are there left in that till? Um, only two. <laughs> uh, what a crazy story. So that was five pages of her just taking stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite unusual because obviously it's been translated but you've still got the Japanese words in there yeah and funnily enough you got all of them <laughs> I didn't get a single I one <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know if I said that right but hey ho we might learn some new dialect probably won't pronounce it right but I think that's obviously good morning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah good I think morning. So. so, yeah, we're going to learn some I Japanese. Mean, I can't believe that man had hot food with a cold coffee in the same bag. Yeah. Who does that? Uh, you, you would have separate bags, wouldn't you? You would. Definitely. I mean, I yeah. love that he reached to his pocket and then she's like, oh, he's having electronic payment. <laughs> <laughs> she's very switched on. Yeah, what did they call that? So that's obviously, he was, what, did he use his phone then? I think so. I think that was it. a type of card, a surika or whatever, suika. A, a suika, yeah. I assume I'll that's like a NatWest card or something. Ah, uh, probably, yeah. I mean, coffee, so cigarettes and a corn dog. He's got a bad diet. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the judgment to this customer right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, what do you, I think it's really easy to read. It's very easy to read. Yeah, she does sound quite quirky. Just from the five pages, I'm already kind of in love with this book. Yeah, I think it reads really good. I think it, like you say, it reads really easy. It's definitely uh, gently introducing me to to adult books. I think. So next next week. We're going to read page 50 and you might be like, wow, that's alarming. That's a lot of pages. But if you look at this book, there's not many words per page. No, it's quite big writing, isn't it? So we're going to whip through that. Really easy to breeze through. Um, So do Mm -hmm. join us. Join us in reading Convenience Store Woman to page 50. Yeah. Oh, I do enjoy this book club. Buy it at a local bookstore, get it out your library. Go to the charity shops, you never know, it might be there. I'm going to be looking for the book so that I'll be, but we'll be like, oh, it's there. Be able to say, yeah. oh, I saw it in a charity shop. I mean, it comes in <laughs> three colours. It comes in blue, purple and yellow. So if anyone sees a yellow convenience store lady in the wild, take a picture of it. I've not seen the yellow one. <laughs> not seen the yellow one anywhere. Um, at the end of every book that we read as well, we're going to give it a rating. We're not going to give it a rating out of five like Goodreads. We're going to give it a library rating, aren't we, Claire? Yeah. It's you gonna... came up with this genius <laughs> idea. It's, we're either going to give it a rating of return, renew or overdue. And if we return the book, it means that we didn't like it that much and that's why we're giving it back to the library. If we renew the book, we liked it quite well, we're going to take it out again. And if it's overdue, it means we're never giving it back because we love it. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be our rating um, <laughs> of every book that we ever talk about in on this channel. It'd be interesting to see if we agree with each other, won't it? I don't think we will, you know. No. It depends, actually. Sometimes we have the same taste. So before we sign off, we're going to talk about our own book-related news. So we're always going to start our podcast with our book club book which at the moment is convenience store women and then we're going to end with what stuff we've been getting up to that's book related have you got any book related news i have got book related news so last night i finished jeff zetner's book in the wild light now this is actually a learning lounge book did you steal that book taken (laughs) i at the moment at the moment so what, what I have decided is that I'm going to put a little review on it and then post it back to the Learning Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't get back there, you've just admitted theft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the world. Because I, I just, I hadn't had time to read it and I really like um, Jeff Setner's books. So I, yeah. And uh, I've really enjoyed reading it. This is, um, it's got, uh, he writes really emotional reads, but this has got two, the the main character is a boy called Cash. And there's also a girl character called Delaney. And just give you a little premise of the book. um, Both of them kind of got to know each other because their mums were on drugs. So they had a drug addiction and that's how they got to know each other. Delaney's mum is alive. Uh, Cash's mum died 
of an overdose. And Delaney is incredibly clever and she discovered something scientific and ended up getting a scholarship in a prestigious school. And Cash, she managed to get a scholarship for him too, so he gets to go as well. And it's just about what happens at the school and the fact that he feels guilty that he's left his mammal and papal behind, which are his grandparents. And then papal's not well and he feels like he's deserted them. And it's about new friends. It's got a little bit of romance in there. And he's encouraged to do this poetry course at school. And it's about him discovering poetry. And it's beautiful. It's a really, really lovely book really enjoyed it it's got lots of easter eggs in it which um, I've been having chats with the author about those as I've been really reading the book so yeah it's great really enjoyed it I'd just like to inform our viewers as well that Claire's got a dog (laughs) yes (laughs) who is joining us on the podcast today (laughs) I did mention we were having it's decided (laughs) yeah it's decided to have a patter around and then drink the water I know To be honest, before we started this, I saw the neighbour in the garden with the lawnmower. I was like, please, please, no. Uh, But we are amateurs. I did mention at the beginning, you know. (laughs) People are like that, surely. It's a very cute dog. You'll see it on our Instagram, Lounging with Books, which you may follow and have a look at all of our book stuff. Lots of vistas of Whitby, I imagine. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, there'll definitely be lots of Whitby going on there. Um, the book that I read this week was How to Kill Your Family by Bella Mackey, which is such a lovely Ooh. title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and it's about this girl who has killed her family, funnily enough. Uh, but they're not very nice, so don't worry. They're not, they're not very nice people. But the interesting thing about this book is that she's actually in prison, but she's in prison, but not for killing the people that she's actually killed. Um, so she's killed oh. six people that are her family members but then she accidentally is at the scene of someone else's murder and she gets put in prison for that murder but she didn't kill them (laughs) oh okay so she's like in prison but for the wrong thing um and while she's in prison she kind of tells you why she's been killing these people and how she killed these people and it's a very dark book but it's funny Um, But the main character is always very hard to like because she's just a bit into herself, do you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But it it was really, really funny. There were some very dark moments. One of the murders in general is kind of all about BDSM. And I was just like, I did not expect this in this book. Oh, okay. (laughs) Which is funny because when I left the library, there were a few students that had bought this book. And I was reading it thinking, oh my gosh, they should not be reading this right now. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have picked up How to Kill Your Family, there is BDSM in it. You have been warned. How would you rate your Jeff Setner book? Oh. Oh. Now, I, I want to say overdue, which means I will never send it back to the learning lounge. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think with my book, I'd probably renew it. Like, I did enjoy it. It wasn't, it isn't something that I would probably read again, but it wasn't awful. So I would renew it. I think it's a solid, you know, solid read. I'm glad I read it. And it is such a nice book to have on the shelf. 
it's a conversation starter, yeah. that's for sure. It, yeah, especially with the BDSM in it. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> that's our next book club. Just... No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we are obviously reading to page 50 in Convenience Store Women. So yeah. please join us in that. We will be Instagramming our thoughts along the way. No doubt, as I say, Claire will have lovely pictures of the book with her dog, with the whippy backgrounds. Uh, I will be just taking pictures of the words, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a seaside if I get near one. I'm sure you'll take some lovely pictures too. (laughs) We used to have a competition of who could take the best book pictures and I just kept losing, so I gave up. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be such good fun, isn't it? I know, it's going to be a really good way to keep in touch with each other and then everybody else hopefully will enjoy it. (laughs) Well, it is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you.